Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique Dance. Woohoo! And we are following the gorgeous, gorgeous yachty drama that is Howard's Way. By the way, we should explain that if you hear any weird shrieking or moaning sounds, it's not Jonathan's first wife in the attic. <laughs> it is we are just on the tail end of Storm Arwen, and it might it was a bit noisy last night, and it might be a little bit noisy, but hopefully not. Yeah, as we are in the darkest depths of Cheshire, some people, our friend Alan, he's, he lives, he's got the huff in huff. Um, he's got no power, and apparently oh. his power's been out all night since last night. It's not due to come on till four o'clock. Although he did tell me on the internet, so obviously his phone battery's lost. <laughs> so I've got it's visions. Not all bad. I've got visions of him in his heritage horticulture van, charging his mobile phone with a with cigarette, a cigarette light. lighter. Do Castle have cigarette lighters? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think ours does, but it does have a USB. How so that's that's the cigarette lighter for the 21st century. <laughs> Don't it, it won't help to light your cigarettes though. <laughs> but like, hey, do yeah. you get a cigarette lighter that plugs into the USB port that lights up? <laughs> I don't know. I it's don't all know. vaping answers, now. Answers answers on a postcard. <laughs> so anyway, dear listeners, we have just watched the most delightful episode of Howard's Way. Uh, it's episode three, series three. So if you haven't listened to any other ones, what have you been doing all your life? We've got a whole back catalogue of series oh one and boy, two. Oh boy, don't we just. I know! But people aren't <laughs> seem to be re-listening re to it or we've got more subscribers or something. Well, crazy. <laughs> Who knows? Crazy, crazy, crazy mad, Crazy mad people, that's all I can say. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so last week I did the IMDB thing. So I'm going to... And you got it hopelessly wrong, well, I didn't get you? it hopelessly wrong. I just, I just <laughs> read it word for word. So I'll just briefly scan over this. So basically, Leo goes into business in this episode. So he's basically sort of, sort of varnishing yachts. Um, Is that a job? Apparently so. Oh. Um, Gerald gets a mysterious phone call from a doctor Ooh. and Polly's intrigued. Polly's bad, been, news, <laughs> bad news, bad news. Bad news, bad news. And sending all his bests. Um, so, uh, Polly's been told off for spending too much. Um, Jan has convinced um, Annalise's dad to let her work for her uh, with the promise that after they've done their release of Gorgeous Couture, she could, he could have the sloppy seconds for fast fashion. Fast fashion. <laughs> Uh, there seems to be a, a, a nice little relationship thing going on with um, Charles and Edward, um, but Edward is there trying to put a spanner it's in still the It's all a bit fraught, but we'll, we'll get on to that. And there does seem to be a little bit of romance happening between Avril and Charles. Anyway. Anywho. So, this episode, last week's episode was a little bit dull and, well, it wasn't dull, but it was all very, very depressing. And it wasn't like, mm. you say you, you wanted to watch Howard's Way on a Sunday evening and feel a little bit good about yourself because it was Monday. Oh, for me, I was going to school, but some, obviously for adults, they yes. were having to go to some dreary wage slave job, nine to five. Yeah. Which but, is that what but, we're doing yes. now. <laughs> yes. But however, what I will say is that you can't just have relentless uh, positivity in soap operas. You know, you have to... You have to have the dark moments to 
you know, you, light and shade, Jonathan. That's well, we'll, get light that li- shade. we'll get onto that light and shade because it seems like they, they run out of light, the lighting rig at the tail end of this bloody episode. Oh, it was like an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, so we'll, 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 come on, we'll come on to that. Oh, God, we're using the phrase, we'll come on to that. We went to a presentation with Terry Waite. Right. You know, the one which got sort of handcuffed to a radiator. And he was, talk- he, he was doing a speech... Uh, and he said, oh, I'll come on to that now. When it got, anything would get mildly interesting that you'd be interested to hear. He said, well, come on to that a little bit later. Never did come on to that. I was very disappointed he yeah. didn't bring his radiator with him. Yeah. But you know what that was all about, don't you? It was, I'll, I'll tease something interesting so that you'll buy my buy book. My book. <laughs> buy my book! And there was a massive book signing session afterwards for yeah. people who bought the book with all the, the interesting stories in it. Actually, uh, Lynn Perry's... Uh, autobiography is exactly the same she teases interesting stuff that says more about that later and never does and never does but that's in the whole book that you've actually bought and looking at well, I yeah i didn't actually buy the book it was gifted to me <laughs> did they not like you <laughs> they liked me very much but it was actually gifted to me it was a charity shop right edition Oh, okay. Fair enough. I thoroughly recommend it. But anyway, this is not I always about... remember with that Lynn Perry when she got... This is that from... Ivy Tilsley from She was Ivy Tilsley from Coronation Street. Street. I remember that one fateful episode where she'd come back from having a week away and, and suddenly her lips were the size of... Or in a different time zone. I mean, yeah. Or they were in Weatherfield and the lips was, were, were like, like finished their, their occupation in yeah. Rochdale or something. And we were wondering, has she had a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> but no, she just had lips. Her lips plumped up. <laughs> and then we never saw her again. Apparently, yeah. she went off to go and live with the nuns or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she t- turned up on uh, with Terry Christian on the word. The word, and that was that was that really, was mortifying. That was, yeah, it's, it's on YouTube, I think. If just, is that, what, if is that you're, where a young it, guy snogged Ivy Tilsley? I just don't. Please don't. I, <laughs> it I, was just. That was just. I, I, Idiot. I just have like flashbacks to that. Just don't, don't, don't go there. Okay, okay, chills. I multiply. But now we've got, we worked out in our podcasting studio. Why it's so flipping cold? The, radi- the radiator wasn't switched on. It switched on. I was sat next to it. And it was like cuddling up. To yeah, it. I'm in the opposite and there's corner. There's no Terry Waite attached to it with an interesting story. I'll get to later. No. Uh, so, but anyway, this episode it starts really quite lovely and frothy and sunny. And it was all quite sort of very, very nice and bright, and it felt good. You've got um, Leo um, sort of saying he's going to launch his new business of sort of doing or job or, or jobbing or, or jobbery, uh, and he's had uh, a thousand leaflets. And Kate is very, very woo, yeah, you're really good. Yeah, very impressed with his leaflets. Kate's got a new shade of lipstick on as well, and and Jan's very supportive as well. Uh, they mention a little bit of that. Yeah, because Leo's been laid off at the yard. He doesn't seem too bothered about that, though. Well, frankly, is it, yeah, it didn't really seem to do very much. <laughs> so, now Davey's not type. there. <laughs> He's a bit too busy typing up invoices which, with two fingers. <laughs> so, anyway, he's got his first job, which, hurrah, Amanda turns up in her open-top Mercedes, a heart-to-heart Mercedes. I love Amanda in this. This is she's just such a good. She's just she's such a bonk. A, she's bonkers. She's but bonkers. Good, but I love a, that in, in, a, in, a, in an endearing way. It is very endearing. She's just a, a rich kid with lots of money. Uh, she's bought this yacht, which has hardly ever sailed. She's yeah. there, trying try to chat up Leo. And, oh, I look at all luring in my in my Mercedes convertible, um, and says, "Right, we'll go to my yacht now." 
and then she gets on the back of his motorbike and hangs on for yeah. dear life. Hold on tight. Is this tight enough? Is this tight enough? It's just like <laughs> yeah, basically squeezing the life out of him. It's like it's like Ivy Tilsley with that guy from yeah. the word, like anaconda. <laughs> Anac- anaconda. <laughs> so Jan is. Um, is sort of uh, we have a, have a few scenes with uh, Anna Lee's dad without Anna Lee in the scene. I thought that was a bit weird that she's gone to get permission to have Anna Lee with Anna Lee's not actually there in that scene. It just seems a bit, a bit peculiar. I I, I guess it's a, perhaps a Chinese cultural thing that you speak to the father. Yeah, blah blah blah. Maybe. But of but, course, father is played by by the marvelous Burt Cook, who I think in the seventies and eighties was pretty much the the only uh, East, junk, East East Asian uh, actor working in the UK played played Chinese and Japanese. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was but he was Kato in the Pink Panther movie. He was, it? and he was the he was the relatively nice camp commandant, if that's the right expression, in Tenko. I've no, no, I've never seen Tenko. Oh, we have to watch Tenko if you've never seen. Well, we have I, to, I, to I, podcast. The, 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 the actress that the plays Tenko Abby. podcast. Yeah, she, she was in Tenko. That's what made her really miserable, obviously. Well, there was no one particularly happy in <laughs> Tenko. In, in, it wasn't in Jolly Holland. Oh, and, gosh, it's yeah, lovely yeah. weather this time of year. And um, Jim Bergerac's girlfriend was in Tenko. Which as one? Well. Uh, the 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 the, the Dulles State agent played by Louise James. Susan the Dulles State. Susan the Dulles State, State, State agent. Um, she was in Tenko. Oh, I, yeah, I, I really like. Basically, that. Tenko was great for for women actresses of all ages. I mean, that was like really, really groundbreaking. I think having a predominantly female cast, all very sweaty and so on, and not very glamorous. And again, that was quite interesting that there was there was no glamour in Tenko. No, so well, it starts glamorous with in in Singapore where they're drink eating their cucumber sandwiches and so on. Um, it all goes terribly. Then it all wrong. goes terribly wrong. <laughs> terribly wrong. Anyway, this but, is not a Tenko podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, we maybe should get the box set. The box set. <laughs> it can sit dustily on the shelves. <laughs> Probably because we do tend to do that. Yes, drunken purchases, which look attractive yeah. on ourselves. Um, yeah, I, I think Amazon should come with with a, a breathalyzer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, you're too drunk to buy this. Oh no, it's Black Friday, marvelous. Let's buy loads. So anyway, so so the the, the the relationship story arc with regards to Leo and Amanda is really sweet. We see you have another scene with him, sort of painting. I don't know. It's not much to paint on this bloody boat. It's a plastic yacht, and it's just like the the wood trim return. And he says, "She said, oh, I'm thinking about selling it. I've not been out in it much." Um, and then says, "Right, let's go and have some fun. Let's go skiing. It's a dry skiing, which I just think is that's the most random thing under the planet." Yeah, when she said that, I thought water she, skiing. She, well, no, I didn't think that either. I I thought that she was fueling up Daddy's jet at Southampton Airport, and they're off to. <laughs> to Closters or somewhere. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought he, she was going to wh- whisk yeah. him away. To... Oh, we did. Ha- we, uh, yeah, so but we... it wasn't short, so that would have been a bit chilly. Yeah. But I say Leo looking particularly hot. And very, very... It's, it's, I think this is when I started my... Oh, the series one This is where two. you became obsessed I, I, with Leo. This is where I became slightly obsessed with Leo. When I you saw him in his short shorts. It was, it was his white, tight shorts. Oh my god, it looked really, really good. Oh, it's series three, and later on in the series, he has his Suzuki Jeep, 
and I really wanted that. That, that was my that game. Was that the one that fell over? Yeah, uh, I learned to drive in one of them. I never fall, fell over. Oh, no matter okay. how many times. Because remember tried. that that was on Nat's Life back in the eighties, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Uh, the Suzuki Jeep that would fall over when it went out a corner. Yeah, it was only at a certain speed, but it's very rare it could get up to that speed anyway. It was only downhill in the wind. Um, but I did learn to drive in a Suzuki SJ, uh, which was great fun with the roof down in the summer. Lovely. Well, it wasn't actually summer, it was more spring. So, um, But hey, um, <laughs> moving on. But we have this really mad scene on the, on the dry ski slope um, <laughs> where... Leo is trying desperately to be cack-handed, cack-handed skiing. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether that whether there was genuine bad skiing or it was acting. But I, I suspect it was acting bad skiing. It looked a little bit over yeah. the top in some respects. So, but I mean, obviously, he's starting to warm to her because she's completely different, and she's making him smile. And he's yeah. like a genuine smile. I don't think he smiled a great deal with Abby. No, no, uh, there wasn't much to smile about. We managed to chuckle occasionally with <laughs> Abby, but. <laughs> But in the Howard's Way universe, no, there wasn't much to to, to smile about. No, so uh, so we end up with uh, with them in the in the, in her Mercedes uh, and uh, her propositioning. Yeah, she's relentless though. I'll she's give relentless. her that. She doesn't she she doesn't take well, no for an answer. She puts her cards on the table, which I think is good on her. And and so well, I'm not like my other men. She said, well, most men would have wanted to smug my face off. Well, I'm not like other men, says Leo. Uh, yes. No kidding. <laughs> could you put a, put a lumpy cardigan on? <laughs> I look yeah. a bit more. Could miserable. you frown a bit? <laughs> then I could feel a little bit more at ease. But could anyway, could you happen. abandon some children in a disused <laughs> so, playground? But, but in the end, they end up snogging quite, yeah, quite passionately. Yeah. He gets over his reluctance quite quickly. <laughs> quite quickly. It's like, oh, okay. Hurrah. So Hurrah. The story arc. So it's a three story arc, obviously, because they, they met on <laughs> episode one. The episode three. Now he's succumbed to the Amanda. Yeah. Um. So we have more of Amanda later on, which is lovely. But now Tom, poor, 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 Tom. poor Tom. Tom has a letter from Charles, basically saying they're not going. Well, that's a letter from Avril, just to, yeah. just to kick him in the in the, in the, the nether the regions. Yeah. So, which is quite sad, and he's a bit upset. Yeah, so, the Barracuda has been pulled from from there from sale due to the 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 whole try uh, the whole Lynette sort of situation and yeah. stuff. So, so things aren't going very well for for Tom. Tom goes and speaks to Avril, and um, and Avril gives him a few home truths. But then, yeah, she in fair, she did. She was quite upfront. I mean, it was a very sensitive scene when she dumped him. Um, in the last week's episode, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. it's it, it, and he's got more bad news as well because uh, he got his appeal to the court to have the remains of the Lynette uh, released for 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 an independent inspection mm-hmm. have apparently been refused. Yeah. So he's concerned that uh, it will, there will only be one inspection and he won't be able to do his own inspection or get or commission his own inspection. Which is uh, which is a bit of a, a, a sort of, um, it's not very good. But Jack's actually being quite buoyant and and and, and trying to jolly him along. He's upbeat. It is a, a, and because I think Jack's been in this situation. Not many. Well, he's well, he's, he's been he's, in he's dire been straits. He's been many dire times. straits before, and he's always got 
himself I, out of it. And he's got himself out of it. And he's, he's got the potential with the Admiral for a new boat. Yes, we see the Admiral. So Caroline from last series, who had a little bit of a hots for Jack, and Jack was like, no, go away. Um, he thinks that uh, she's recommended him. Um, but apparently he was late in delivering the boat. The Admiral's impressed with the workmanship, but he's not ready to commit. So, and it just happens that the Admiral is actually Dulcie Gray, who plays Kate's actual husband. Yes. So like, do you think like she managed Denison. to get him a gig? So right, you're kicking around the house, love. I'm, I'm, I'm off, I'm off down to the to the Solent for the summer for filming. So you're not kicking around the house doing bugger all. You've got you've got a job now. <laughs> so. Yeah, it'll be interesting actually. Whether I can't remember whether we only see the Admiral in the location or whether we see him in the studio in Birmingham. Yeah. Keep, keep an keep an eye out for that. That'll be interesting. But he was in the yacht club. We did see an internal yacht so he must have was done he? something oh, in right. the yacht. So he club. must have must paid, have, gone to, must have gone to Pebble Mill. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. I still keep thinking about that poor trifle from episode one. Really? One, which is buried under the car park of Pebble Mill. <laughs> right. Untouched. <laughs> so, so, so we have uh, more skullduggery with Charles and Edward. Um, Charles is doing something with Van Klopp or something. Yeah. Uh, someone from an yeah. Austrian so investment yeah. consortium. So, so, so Charles is, is wanting to invest in a consortium that's based in Switzerland, but he's concerned that his father is also part of this consortium. Um, but uh, let's just say, for, from a business perspective, that really doesn't make any sense because due diligence, etc., etc., you would have full disclosure of... If you're investing in a consortium, you'll, you'll have full disclosure of every other party in the consortium. You you know, you, you just wouldn't have a, mystery, a secret, a, a secret investor. investor. No. Uh, because unless the consortium is... And why is would you want to get involved in a consortium which is all skullduggery? You want to have something which is... Open. Open. We want to have yeah. something which is yeah, like absolutely. it looks tangible, not something like ooh. Because you're not going to invest until they open the books. No, so it, it, uh, just, it just doesn't. It's, it's good soapy drama, etc., etc. It's all. It's but the doesn't, whole... It doesn't actually make any sense. As as a lot of let's be fair, a lot of Howard's Wade's <gasps> business films are good soapy <laughs> drama, but don't actually really make much sense, though, do they? Not really. <laughs> Well, there are storylines that are sort of dropped, like the one where Avril and Tom were, their little assignation was uncovered after someone blew up in a boat and he rescued the guy with a moustache. Yeah. And they were apparently going to be sued and we've not heard yeah. anything of that. Apparently since. his moustache was badly singed. <laughs> it was badly singed. Just <laughs> both hairs of it. It's like, mm. yeah. uh, <laughs> no, we never heard any more about that, that court case. <laughs> no. Maybe the thought, actually, you know what? There's maybe a little bit too many court cases going, <laughs> going on. on. So we need to get character to be a lawyer. We can't have Gerald for everything. <laughs> so, but leading us nicely on to the the lovely Gerald. Oh, poor Gerald. I know. So poor, poor Gerald. He's received this phone call from a doctor. A mystery phone call from a mystery doctor about a mystery, mystery ill thing. person. I mean, he's, he's had a bit of a set two with Polly. Well, Polly's uh, gone, gone shopping cray-cray. mad. She's gone cray-cray on the shopping. She's been reading Fortnum and Mason's or whatever. She's been buying lots of trinkety things and she's having the house redecorated. Teacups and, and vases. ugly vases. That uh, was so ugly that Gerald hurled it into uh, the fireplace. Oh, this is upsetting my sensibilities. Because yeah, I, you've been known to do that a few times with Jonathan. 
hurl ugly vases into the fire. I've never, I've never thrown ugly vases. They may have actually. Oops. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh I'm so Smash. sorry that there was an unavoidable accident. Well, I'm, I'm really quite surprised that blue vase of yours. That's a family heirloom. I know. But not, and not, if you did, then I would. That, very upset. I would be very up. I would be genuinely very I know. upset. That's why I've I've treasured it. Like, it's the oncoming traffic of people wandering past. Even our little friend, friend PR Jan, that's that's dented up. She she, she she drunkenly dented our heat lamps in our back garden. And our and chimney. And then fell into the into the chimney. Chimney. And it was lit. I had to go and rescue her yeah. for that time. We'd had the uh, yeah. And then you fell headlong into the <laughs> into the garden into the garden as well. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what on earth is going on here? Yeah, I was worried. I I was worried about third degree burns, but so the um, chimney has got a really the nasty. Chimney, dent. We just ended up with a, a <laughs> dented chimney. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we do other things apart from getting <laughs> so despicably drunk in the garden in Cheshire. Trying to think of well, it. We're not. But... We obviously, <laughs> we're obviously not doing that now because it's flipping freezing. It's very. It's almost very... as cold as a poolside scene in Howersway. Oh yes, <laughs> with nipples. From series nipples one, in every direction. Lynette tried desperately tried to to, to, to to act, and Lynn tried to put suntan lotion on while having yeah. frostbite. Yeah, <laughs> so... with a wind chill factor of minus fifteen. <laughs> People sit on standby with um, tinfoil blankets. <laughs> so, so Gerald's the lavender marriage storyline is coming to its forefront in this series. Uh, it was it was alluded to uh, by Polly. Polly and and Gerald did have some really really good scenes in series one where they were quite matey and stuff. But now Polly's got a little bit sort of last couple of episodes a bit needy, um, so I wanted to do wifey things. Where they've always been sort of like gallivanting to the flat in London yeah. for assignations with other people. So maybe maybe Polly's found that she's not able to to snag to, anyone to attract the men in the way that she used to. Even with to. with all the, the whole range of new frocks and what have you. Yeah, uh, and teacups and teacups. So she has bought a really ugly tea service. That's when uh, there uh, was an earlier scene with Polly and Gerald. Uh, with Gerald saying you've spent too much on the credit cards, on it's like three thousand, two thousand pounds, yeah, which is still a lot a, of money. That's a lot of money back then. And it's still a lot of money now, and I'd be <laughs> devastated on that. So, yeah. like, ooh, gosh, I mean, we we have had, but that's probably getting on for ten grand in today's money. Yeah. So it's yeah, and anyway, she, so she says, oh well, I, I'll I'll I'll. Uh, uh, yeah, get an allowance. Yeah, then Gerald offers an allowance, and her response is, Well, that's very bourgeois. <laughs> Which is my new favourite saying. That's bourgeois. Well, that's sweetie. rather bourgeois. <laughs> so, anyway, we have another scene later on in the day when he comes, uh, well, he gets a phone call um, before, as he's just about to leave on the first scene uh, about from a doctor, and he won't allude to anything, and he comes back. And Polly's bought more shiz and and stuff after being told not to buy anything. And they said, "Well, it's a dinner service, darling. It was a bargain. It was reduced from twelve hundred pounds to seven hundred pounds." And I was thinking, "Oh God, yeah." But the wine glasses, <laughs> the Venetian glass <laughs> glasses, <laughs> they were a little bit more expensive. And that's when he loses his rag when she proudly shows him this ugly, this ugly vase, ugly vase. That she just had to have. I just had to have, and it smashed into it, and he picks it up and throws it at the fireplace. 
but he's still not telling Polly. And I'm really surprised because they did have, it did seem to have like they had a bit of a jolly. I mean, they didn't, they didn't obviously discuss their encounters. I don't think. Well, one would think not. But you, they, they both understood that they both had bedfellows on the side. Yeah. Um, so, and now it seems like Polly, uh, and, and Polly's trying to open up, and that was a really sensitive scene. I thought it was lovely. Yes. Um, so, and Edward is trying to ingratiate himself, ingratiate himself into Tarrant society. So, Sir Edward, Edward Frere. Edward Frere. Um, he, Sir Edward. He, Charles's father. Charles's father is trying to... Uh, trying to ingratiate himself with the local authority to get some sort of plans away, so he's he's offering to yeah. to to give startup loans uh, or investments in local funding. in local businesses Lo- local and current. purely coincidentally, someone local is, is looking for investment to expand her boutique business. Yes, Jeanne. <laughs> is it is it still Perry Plus or is it now? House sure of Howard. I'm not sure if it's House of Howard at the moment. I don't know. I don't know. I get confused. Uh, yeah. So doesn't uh, take much. So she's so Jan has has been shown this by Kate, the last little advert. Yes. Uh, so it just seems the advert's been released before Edward's secured well, funding well, to pay yes. for it. Yeah, we do have a. I do then have a slightly later scene where Sir Edward is talking to the only merchant banker in the south of England, Sir John. Uh, Sir John. And who was dressed very peculiar? It was very yes. peculiar. They were there. They were strolling arm in arm through. That the was really weird. I mean, there's Ed, Sir Edward in leisure wear, arm yeah. in arm with with Sir, Sir John, John, who's looked like he's dressed for for evening dinner. Evening dinner, and they're about to have lunch. Yeah, and play golf. And play golf. And he's just like, <laughs> okay. Does Sir John play golf in his in his bow tie? I mean. <laughs> just was, and there was, was some, a bit silly. And there's though, some sort it? of nonsense about what, what handicap you are. Yeah. And sort of Sir so Edward, Sir Edward's an eight, eight and, and Sir John's, John's a 20, twenty. And it's like you used to give me one par, one, one, oh, one, one stroke one. per hole. It was just like, um, gosh, that's the second date. <laughs> now then, now then. But Sir, Sir, Sir Edward is trying to negotiate with Sir John to be lent the money. For this scheme that has been advertised Already. in the local paper, so so, so, so there's a cart been put before, before the a horse. horse there. Yeah, um, and then there's we have the this, the obligatory business bollocks over negotiating the rate the the rate half a percent over, over LIBOR or, or, or whatever. Whatever. And so John is saying, "How can I explain that to my board and and so on?" And John, so John seems to say that quite a lot how can i persuade the board <laughs> and and also sir sir, uh, sir edward edwards tried to convince sir john uh, to stop investing in uh <laughs> with yes. stop stop being bedfellows with charles it's either it's me or him sir yeah. john it's but, me or him and yet sir edward's trying to do business with with charles i really thought surely having a linchpin like sir john that's got his finger in hands in both things, then it'd be better to get Sir John on to be sort of like a, a, an ally or flying monkey, whichever which way you look at it, um, for, for for as a conduit. Flying monkey, you've been reading too much Reddit. I know, you? I have been on Reddit quite a lot. The, the sort of like the, the 
the sort of the mother-in-law one is just delicious. But the just no mother-in-law. Just no mother-in-law. That one on Reddit. Oh my god, there's so much stories, and it's just there's so many whiny people in America. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's a few whiny people in the UK. I know, as but well. in America, it just seems like so many like, oh, my mother-in-law doesn't understand me, and I'm thinking, okay, and then you, you read down the thread, and then suddenly you realise that husband, wife, and child are living with mother-in-law family. Well, move out then. Don't move in with them. Or just, just, just do what normal people go to a garden centre once a once Sunday a month. And be polite over, over a harvester in roast somewhere. It'd be a Bernie in, wouldn't it? In a Bernie America. in. A Bernie. I, don't, I, don't know, I don't really know what that is, but a Bernie in. <laughs> Bernie in. Somewhere off the dual carriageway, just past the loose chippings. Yeah. Or the, <laughs> was it the, the, uh, the, the Olive Garden? Isn't that's one that I hear a lot. Oh, about. the American one's Olive Garden. And that's the equivalent of, uh, not now. It's it, the Olive Garden's a bit like Frankie and Benny. No, uh, Olive Garden's meant to be uh, an Italian. It's meant to be Italian thing. So it's it's meant to be Bella Italia. Yeah, is it, it like that? It's is a it? bit. Oh, I quite like Bella. It's a bit Italia. like a low rent Bella Italia, but it's but lower, lower rent than Bella Italia. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's made to have the aesthetics of a. <laughs> An Italian sunken uh, garden or something. Yeah, of, of an Italian... Sort <laughs> After of, it's been vandalised. Uh, uh, Italian boutique restaurant right. like So it's that. got ivy and stuff yes, up it the walls, does it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got plastic ivy and booths. And and plas- pl- presumably plastic bunches of olives hanging, uh, hanging uh, down. Uh, yeah, oh, it, it, is, it, it is along those lines. And there's loads of them. And they're mainly on sort of small strips. So you're going in, you go oh, to strip malls, strip malls, yeah. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I say when I was with my ex, and we had the house yeah. over in. We do have some listeners in the US, not many, but we do have some. But so they're mainly for England, <laughs> living yeah. out there. But they're... if you if you have ex- if you if you have experience of olive gardens in yeah. America, then yeah. drop us a message. Well, so one of our lovely listeners from, uh, uh, I think he lives in Wisconsin or somewhere like that. Um, his name's Harry Harry Bingfield. Um, he's really really lovely and supportive, and he compared us for, to Around the Horn and something some other really really mainstream sort of like super popular thing. I was yeah. like, oh my god, you are well, so lovely. Well, <laughs> just I, keep I, taking whatever medication yeah, you're taking. That's I, I, just lovely. I, I will I will definitely take the comparison to Around <laughs> Around the Horn. I. I don't necessarily believe it, but hey, as long as mind you, as long as he's not suggesting that we're like Julian and Sandy. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll start talking to Polari, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lo- lovely to vada your bono old eat. <laughs> yeah, we talk fluent Gerald. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, there does seem to be sort of uh, sort of all the business bollocks with with um with edward and john and charles and charles charles then has a charles has a scene with avril where he goes to avril's palatial apartment which seems to have expanded dramatically from the last week's episode last week's episode was actually on location this week's episode that built the set. Yeah. The set does look really, really glamorous. Well, it's absolutely nothing like the oh, it's where the, we were in before. They've wheeled in a bloody grand piano, and it's on multiple levels. I mean, oh my god, it's just it. It looks very, very dynasty esque. 
Yeah. You've got yeah. the open staircase. She's got original art. And then there's a moment when uh, Charles comes in uh, and says, here's, here's a gift. Because they had a little bit of a contretemps at Relton where... Um, Sort of yeah, so not, I, can, I can tend to my resignation yeah. if you wish. So we've 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 not covered yet the reason for the contretemps right. at we because we, we have to talk about leisure cruise, which is fundamental in the contretemps at Relton. Yeah, I mean, we we have a scene with uh, the delightful Ken. Uh, Ken is is uh, is waxing lyrical with this Scottish chap that's got all these these low rents sort of speedboats. Economy. 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 It doesn't look that bloody the, the economy. Ma- the I mean, economy model. Well, I think the boat was called Lynx. I just think Lynx like, Africa. <laughs> so, ideal for those pubescent I- boys. Yeah. Ideal for a Christmas present for a teenage boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For a wealthy one. Yeah. So you, you buy the boat when, version. When it's boxy, when, it, when, it's, when it's Christmas Eve, all the shots are shut and all you can get is a, is a Lynx. Yeah. gift set then on, then on Boxing Day there's a massive hole in the ozone layer <laughs> yes. all this lynx has been sprayed <laughs> and boys that stink like Ugh. so anyway we, we we do have a scene with uh, with Ken on this it was very very jazzy and very fast moving it was very very glamorous and lovely 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 and uh, we've got we've got we've got the lovely Ken Wearing another sweater, it looks like a, a Scandinavian, a low cut V neck, like Scandinavian, with nothing on, with nothing on underneath, and he's he's driving, he's driving this yacht. Hope, the, hopefully, it's quite soft wool. Otherwise, we kind of, I know, well, it's not rough on like, the nipples. Oh, gosh, we're chafing those nipples. Um, so, plus, he's got this uh, little Scottish guy with a lovely moustache um, in a suit on this boat. But I think this boat is what the guy was, the, the Scottish guy. That the wax and lyrical is um, is impressed, and, and in fairness, Ken is super super enthusiastic about this boat, and is yeah. doing the sales pitch, and the. So I'm my my presumption is, is that, and I might just have missed it, is that the Scottish the Scottish bloke is representing a company that makes these boats. Yeah, and they're looking for and they're looking for, for sales outlet, mm. but he's also in conversation with Relton about that mm. and so leisure cruise and relton are in competition to get this mm. franchise presumably i didn't quite understand that though because from our from our other dealings with relton they're a boat manufacturer rather than a but i think they're looking to expand and get through uh, i don't know but expand their sales operation by selling such. boats made by their rivals doesn't really make it doesn't make sense but right. it's good soapy business it's good soapy nonsense. Business, uh, but we haven't actually had any scenes with the scottish guy with well yeah we we he alludes to relative well doesn't allude he says when, when they're they're trying to fin- finalize the negotiation he so he does say that i'm also in negotiation with relton mm. but you've got the contract and that's when we then get the switch to Relton uh-huh. and a very angry Charles yeah, having, stroppy, a, stroppy, stroppy. having a go at Avril because presumably they just found out that they, that haven't, got they, the they haven't got the contract to sell them economy boats. Yeah, so and it also all is not good in the um, uh, sort of the sort of Sarah, Mark, Foster, uh, sort the of love camp, triangle. The love triangle. I did, when we were watching, you said, well, 
Mark Foster is super attractive. It's far more attractive. So, sorry, everyone, but he is rather more attractive than Ken. But <laughs> super, entirely superficially, and I'm I'm very superficial as we sulky. all know. He's a bit sulky. Well, moody. He's moody. He's moody. But it's not moody in a, like an alluring moody way. It's just like in a moody way, like okay, like a teenage. Just go and sit in the freaking corner, love, and we'll ignore you. Yeah. Um, but uh, 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 there is something really lovely about Ken. Well, you said he's got that rough. He has got that rough thing. diamond sort of thing going on for and him. Sarah Foster likes a bad boy, apparently. Yeah, and in, in, that sounds that's, <coughs> that sounds like a, a burger, doesn't it? She likes a bad. I'd love a bad boy. Can I have a big <laughs> can I have bad che- boy? Can I have one with cheese. Can I have one with cheese. <laughs> with a bad punchline. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want side? You want fries on the side? Yeah. <laughs> so, or grits. Oh, what, what? Grits. I know. What are grits? Apparently, I was talking about this the other day at work because um, I work for a Mormon company, um, and well, it's it's an estate agent owned by Mormons, and they go to America a lot. And apparently, grits that I mean are it's like porridge. Oh, that's not what I'm I, I I I thought it was like something like you know like, like you, something a bit gritty. Yeah, I, well, I, I always thought it was like, you know, that when you have the McDonald's breakfast thing, that, the hangover special. Oh, like... Uh, and, you, and you have that, yeah. that, that sort of potato... Yeah, the, the, ha- the, the, looks the a bit hash. Like a, it looks like a hash brown. The hash, like, hash brown. looks a bit like a... a, a deep-fried potato. A, yeah, deep-fried. It looks a bit like a Weetabix. <laughs> yeah, and just, just as full you of wait, oil. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just the, to the oiliest thing on, uh, ever. Fat with a little bit of potato yeah, shaving yeah. too. But it's like porridge. Apparently so. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, so how weird. Uh, so we have this scene where where Ken is really enjoying sort of on this boat. It's like bouncing around and boom, boom. And it looks like a really expensive boat. It does look like Lynx. Um, and you've got this this the other this Scottish chap that's dealing with the distribution and everything in a suit next to him, looking very nauseous. And even the actor's like. Well, that's one of those things, isn't it? You know, when you go for audition and they say, "Can you can you ride a horse?" Yes, yeah. I can ride a horse. So for for him, it would have been, "Are you okay on boats?" Marvelous. I love boats. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he's got this business suit or suit and tie, and he yeah. gets off. They only gave got... him one, the one, the one set of clothes for him. They didn't, they didn't have anything else <laughs> was, for him to wear. He could have brought... They just shot all his scenes in one, one day. Exactly, uh, exactly. And he could have brought something from home, I suppose. He could have bought some, I don't know, track tracky bottoms and a t-shirt. But <laughs> he could have whizzed around the chandlery for a sweater and some chinos or something. Or into Perry Plus. <laughs> Perry Plus. <Blue. laughs> Perry Plus. See if there's any Claude Originals left. <laughs> so, um, but it'd he, have to be in a dress. But though, anyway, he, he comes off his boat and he's what his suit and he's got these sailing deck shoes on. So obviously, <laughs> there had to be some sort of. Health and safety accommodation. Uh, oh, sorry, you can't wear slippy shoes on a slippy uh, slippy. on on a yacht. Because he was there tying the boat up. Um, but Mark Foster's very very upset. Um, well, he doesn't want to sell the Povey model. He no, he, his he friends. Only wants, he would only wants to sell boats his friends would buy. Yeah, but unfortunately, his friends aren't buying many boats off him. No, that's that's true. <laughs> so, so Ken comes up and says, "Well, okay, well, you can you can specialise in your exclusive range. I will I will do this, and at the end of the year, we will." See who's made the most profit, which well, is a, a reason. That is a really, really reasonable thing. I'm like, I didn't know we were in competition, and it's just like, oh, for Christ's sake, love, 
<laughs> with a program is that you're in it for business you want to make money it's not just yeah sort of like... but a balanced business isn't just going to want to focus on one end or the other you know no i mean i think you, you know, have to you have, you have to, to have the mix so so the rich the rich friends can buy their top of the line whatever and the not quite so rich, but still pretty well off. I know um, that, that boat looked buy, really, really expensive. Will buy <laughs> buy something from the McConaughey range. It wasn't quite like a pedalo with a with a moat outboard on it. Yeah, it wasn't. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't a swan shaped pedalo. <laughs> where I, work I quite like one of them though, but but that's another. Story. <laughs> but where I work in Roncourt, it feels like. <laughs> So all the well, all the councils say everyone's got a bloody speedboat. It seems like everyone's been a bully bullseye surprise winner. There's the speedboats everywhere. abandoned in every street. No, I mean literally, you've got these council estates. They don't even have bloody driveways. They've got car parks. At least around corners near enough to the water to actually make it. I mean, if you're like, uh, I don't know, in, maybe they're waiting for the Mersey smoke yeah. to blow into it so they can they can, they can get. The sixteen children and two two staffies into the back of the speedboat and float. No, that's somewhere. a very judgmental thing for you to say. They may have sort of Rottweilers. <laughs> yes. Let's move swiftly on. Move swiftly on. So anyway, so yeah, not just lost all their Runcorn reader uh, listeners. <laughs> They've all gone now. Oh, I'm sure we haven't. <laughs> but anyway, Leisure Cruise has got the contract. Woo! Woo! Go Ken, Team Ken, and Relton hasn't. And there's a big hasn't. spat yeah. in the boardroom. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was, it was Charles threatening to fire everyone. So, and that leads us nicely over. So, he arrives at Avril's after Avril's offers a tender of resignation. He said, Do we, we, Would you have gone through with it? Of course I would. Well, never threaten anything that oh. you're not prepared to go through with. No, exactly. I thought, that's, that's a well, lesson uh, I learned uh, very early. But on. that's the good thing. That's what, the one thing I really, really like about Avril. She's. she's She's too cool for. She's really cool for school. She's like, she is the cool girl that is. If she, if she says something, and she says she threatens to do something, she will do it. Yeah, she um, will follow through. She will follow through, which brilliant. I love it. I, I so Charles comes bearing a, a the the fallen Madonna with the big, big boobies, boobies by so, Van Klomp. So when they were, when they were, then Charles and Avril were together, they went to an exhibition. They went to the opera, and uh, he bought this art piece and. Avril said, "Oh no, this is far too expensive." And he said, "No, no, it's a, it's it's deserved." Yeah. And then he even chooses a spot on the wall, which is way like, too high up. It's like overlapping the the picture rail, but hey ho. Yeah. Well, there's, there's quite a few pictures that are overlapping the picture rail. Maybe yeah. that was a design. Thing. Maybe that was a, was that a thing in the eighties to have pictures yeah. at an angle, kind of <laughs> over hanging from the picture, the picture rail. rail. And why? I, I can't understand why they've got a picture rail. If it's a modern marina. I wouldn't have thought they'd have put picture rails in. For modern marina, but then again, who knows? It was the eighties. It was tarot. It was a set. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't real. Oh, no, it wasn't. it's not. It's tarot. It's real. It was it's not real. real. It's a set. So Avril has actually. Speaking of, of sets, we get to see um, Jan's uh, factory for yeah, the first they've, time they've this year. They've, they've built. They've rebuilt the set. They've got all out of storage and managed to work out which bit goes together, and they've built the set. Anyway, that's a side. So, but uh, but Avril is, is sort of invites Charles to stay for supper. And Charles unfortunately declines. Oh no, no, thank you very much, but I've got a house guest. And then, um, so they think, ooh, 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 ooh. supper, supper at Avril's. Um, and then the following, and there's another scene later on. Uh, I don't think it would be cheese on toast. No, I don't think she would have probably whisked up some beef bourguignon or sort of. 
from the Indus pande pancakes or something. Yeah. A big boy burger with, <laughs> big boy. with grits on the side. <laughs> I imagine she does something like something quite avant-garde, like with pesto pasta or something. Just something with pesto. Something with pesto. It's really easy and simple to do. With parmesan cheese from a right. from a box. <laughs> Actually, don't diss that because that's really handy. <laughs> that is our go-to. That, that, is, that, is, that is our yeah. go-to when, when we for, come for over our work. informal suppers. <laughs> Basically, when we come over from work and we can't be asked go to the takeaway or ordering. Well, we don't, I don't think we've ordered delivery for ye- for yonks really. Because every time we order, we always over order. Yeah, that's usually you, and it's usually pizza. And it's normally us when we're drunk. Or yeah. it's like, and it's just the two of us. So Jonathan naturally orders six pizzas <laughs> and twelve sides. <laughs> they all look tasty. And we eat it all. And then, we, <laughs> and, then, and then we wonder why we're gargantuan. <laughs> yeah, this is why it's a podcast and not a video. Because because quite quite frankly, we wouldn't all f- we wouldn't both fit on the screen. Oh shush! Of course we would. <laughs> so we just need to grow a bit taller. Uh, so, um, but anyway, so we have another scene um, with Charles inviting Avril round for for dinner on the yacht, and so Avril's like, oh, uh, uh, um, so that's it's, it's a bit formal and it's a bit sort of relationship, and he says, I've, I I need a, a second pair of eyes um, because of this. Austrian yes. investment consortium. Yes, he, he needs he needs a woman's touch. He needs women's intuition. intuition. And, and in fairness, and for the Swiss business, business consortium thing. man. And have in the back of the yacht in this really ugly plastic plastic furniture. I know. I mean, really. Oh, it's sorry, I mean, really, sorry, I'm sorry. Could, but could they not have just? Just but Charles would not have that ugly white plastic furniture. Oh, sorry, that is just like ugh, no, um, and. It's uh, a yacht, not, yeah. not a caravan. Uh, 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 anyway, Avril's sort of sensibilities and politeness sort of uh, asked a few direct questions to the um, the Austrian businessman. Sorry if you heard a, a terrible noise on the microphone just then, but Jonathan was poking at something. On I'm, the, just, I'm just on disturbed the mic stand. the amount of dust that we've got on the list, and we've had the cleaners in yesterday. <laughs> so well, just running my finger. Oh dear. <laughs> so oh dear. <laughs> so, yeah. It's uh, been moved around. It's been moved around. <laughs> fabulous. So, um, yeah, so Avril says what Charles is thinking is correct. Um, and there's something, there's not, something dodgy. There's something dodgy. And, and, and she's sort of waxing to this while they're getting they're walking off the pontoon in pitch black i know why the hell did they put that scene in because the lighting there was no light and it was just it was the silhouettes yeah i think the bulb had gone in the in the lighting rig <laughs> that was b and q was that shot was atrocious it was it was rather dimly lit it looked possibly dangerous yeah i was waiting for someone to go our silver tit and yeah. end up in the water and then there was a really sad there's a little micro sad scene with tom tom's now moved out of the jolly sailor because apparently he was living in the rooms yeah he's been in there for three for, for three, three years which is slightly he's moved out of the jolly sailor and he's moved into the yacht room or whatever yeah, it was a, the, the sail, sail room. room or something um and he's looking a little bit worse for wear and leo yeah. says looking rough so you're obviously not with Avril anymore because obviously remember that Leo had a little bit of a pash for 
for Avril that wasn't reciprocated. That wasn't reciprocated, and he did really. Yeah, he made a bit of a fool of himself. He made a, he made he? a fool of himself, but in a in a in a in an, in an endearing kind endearing of sort of way. But his his wallpaper was so bad that Avril had to had sell to move it, house. Move house. <laughs> so. yeah. He must have stuck it up with so. the strong glue. So Leo says something really quite quite good. Really, it was a nice, that was a really nice little scene where Leo says, "Well, obviously it's not a lady because you're not looking after yourself." And even Tom says, "Well, you sort of you've you know, sort of very." You've hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So I mean, because I think Tom's thinking every, he's, he's he's gambled everything and he's lost it all, um, which is quite sad. But we know it'll all be, it'll okay. All be okay. Well, it will be until. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shush. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, but then we have the cliffhanger part of the episode. Bum, bum, cue, the, cue the jazzy music. It's cool. Cue the jazzy. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just before the jazzy music, Edward is up to some skullduggery, and I'm sure with it's Sir John, with, with, with Sir John, um, uh, with regards to this investment consortium and all the Howard's Way business bollocks. So there's something, something yeah. dodgy afoot. So the go- he's going to teach Charles a lesson. Dun, dun, dun. For being a disappointing child, yes, but they a very expensive lesson. A very expensive lesson, yes. But they did have. A, I mean, in fairness, they did. They, they seemed to be warming to each other because they were a bit matey when in, in an earlier scene when Charles comes round again and Edwards sort of swinging his his golf club, swinging his club, his, his golf club, and they did seem to have a little bit of a like a sort of a, a frisson there. Uh, but all not, that. not as frosty as not the, as frosty the previous as the meeting, previous but still not exactly. But I mean, I think chummy. it's getting qu- it is it is getting quite interesting. I'm really uh, I'm really excited to see the the uh, the Gerald Polly storyline to to go out. The Edward the Edward uh, Edward and Charles thing that is quite an interesting thing, and I'm really enjoying the Leo, uh, sort of Leo and Amanda. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying him coming out of his shell a little bit because it, it, it's just very, very different. We're, so we've had a couple of scenes with Anna where, <laughs> where Jan has, has, has whipped through a portfolio and says, well, I like these four. But I'm going to need 26 more uh, by I, I, tomorrow. I need, I, need, I need another six. When can you have it done by? This afternoon? <laughs> can you get your felt tips yeah. out, love? And, and, by, and by the way, my whole business empire is, is dependent upon entirely on upon you. you. And she's like a bit meek and mild. In fairness, the Anna Lee character seems very, very much Abby, a, talent, a sort of a creative a talented Abby. Abby. A talented Abby. Well, uh, Abby is talented. We see Abby we, being later, very talented in later, later, later series. Uh, the first two series, she was just being a bit maudlin, and yeah, sort of yeah, miserable, miserable, looking. yeah. Uh, but uh, but I think Anna seems to be that sort of. She's sort got of, a bit of a spark about her. She has, and you get you get that feeling. Um, and so someone on Twitter was saying, oh, "I don't know why else she's been in, but she's been in loads." For uh, the actress, yeah, oh yeah, actress. yeah, yeah. I probably struggled to name anything, but. But she's a very familiar face. I mean, I, I actually oh, careful, ha- love. I, I actually had 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 a little look. She was in Brookside, um, and uh, she was. Yes, I remember her from Brookside. Yeah, I used so, to watch Brookside back in the day. Uh, as I, I, you know, I sort of watched a little bit, but not um, uh, not a huge amount. But she's still working. Apparently, um, uh, one of our ha- one of the Howard's Way aficionados 
um, has said that she's been working in the National Theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she has, let's have a look, um, as I scroll through my tweets, because I did actually tweet about it earlier. Um, and uh, she has been, she's been in 2008 in the Sky. That was that one with Michelle Collins that seemed to be on everything at the same time, where the family moved to an island off Sky and set up a community and blah, blah, blah. Yes, I remember that. That was quite good. QED. I don't don't remember her in it. QED. 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 Um, And the Chinese detective. Cat's Eyes. I remember, uh, yeah, I love Cat's Eyes. You can't get that on DVD. Well, well, yeah, because there's, well, there's a whole, there's a whole podcast about TVS and copyright and Cat's Eyes and all of that. And then she was in A Very Peculiar Practice. The Adventure Games, To Be the Best, Virtual Murderer, Sherlock, uh, Inspector Morse, The Bill and Holby City. Well, everyone's been in The Bill and Holby City. Yeah, who's I'm not surprised been I've in? not been in it, really. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised you've not been in it. You were, you were in Silent Witness, though. Cause, uh, <laughs> Second corpse to the left. Yeah. That was marvellous. You had a tag on your toe. That was, <laughs> that was terrific. It, my toe can act like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the range, sweetie. I yeah, have, you've got I have the, range. the range. You've got the range. <laughs> so, but yeah, so she has been in quite a lot. But um, I don't think she's she, she's. I guess she's a character actor rather than yeah, rather than a lead performer. Yeah. So, but I mean, she is really good in this. Um, but again, she's only in for one series. She's like the female Burt Kwok. <laughs> But he was quite good at it. He's good. And he was good. In I think everything we have a few that, more scenes with him in, yeah. in later episodes. Yeah, he he was very good in everything that he did. But as as I say, he he did at one point was the only, the only uh, East Asian actor working in the entirety of the, the the UK. But so, but I I really did enjoy the episode. Um, it had a lot it had a lot going on. It wasn't as gloomy as last week's episode, although there was a little bit of gloom. Mainly in the filming part of it. Well, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't so much gloom. It was more pitch black. It was pitch black. It was like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing the move. I'm sure it's Avril. It looks yeah. an Avril-sized shape. Yeah. As, as I said, it was. Uh, I said earlier, it was. It was like a scene from the later series of Game of Thrones when you're <laughs> trying to. There's somebody moving. What's Someone happening died there? there? <laughs> Someone there? Someone being stabbed? <laughs> so anyway, dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed this lovely. Episode. Or are we done? Yes, we're done. we're done. I think we've covered everything. Yeah, yeah, I think we probably yeah. have. So, and plus, we've got lunch to go to. And yes, stuff. my tum, my tummy yeah, is, is, really is actually rum- yeah. li- literally rumbling. You probably it's probably not loud enough to be picked up on the microphone, but trust <laughs> me, it's happening. So, dear listeners, you can get you can get in contact with us on all social media platforms at, at Antique Dust. Um, we haven't got the Leisure Cruise mug up yet, um, but I, I have got just my... just been far we, too busy. I did get... A, I have got my... Have the, you tweeted a picture of... I haven't, I haven't tweeted a picture. No. I'm going to... Oh, Scrabble Club tonight, I'm going to oh, wear my Howard's okay. Way t-shirt. So, so yeah, so we've, we're, we're expanding our range of merch. Merch. So we, we've well, we've expanded it into t-shirts. So, one. <laughs> so, we've got... We've got our Howard's Way t-shirt. No, we've t-shirt. got Howard's Way t-shirt. We've got... Um, Mermaid Jar t shirt. Oh, we? We've got a Relton Marine t shirt. I've actually had the physical trial copy of the uh, uh, of the Howard's Way, and it's lovely. I love it to bits. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to wow everyone at Scrabble Club yeah. tonight. <laughs> so, so stay tuned. You know, we'll be we'll be expanding our merch even further. I know mouse mats. People still have used mouse mats. I don't think so. Oh. I've got, well, I have actually got on my posters. We'll do coasters. 
Oh. Mug. What well, we do mugs anyway? Hats. Could, would you, would you, like a jolly sailor like... hat or something <gasps> like that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Antiquedust.co.uk. Forward slash shop. <laughs> anyway, it's farewell from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.